Hi, folks. Thanks for tuning in to Sunday School Bonanza. It's a new year. Happy I, New Year. And we're here uh, starting off the year with Dustin Homer. Nice to have you back, Dustin. Great to be back, as always. Dustin's going to be joining us, hopefully, for throughout the year for Sunday School Bonanza. Uh, the lessons we're on this year, of course, this is the Church History and Doctrine and Covenants uh, set of lessons. We finished the Book of Mormon last year. Finally. Won't see it again for another four years. Three, just three just years. Just Got it. Um, so we're excited for this. It's a whole new year, and, and uh, I think these are a, a great set of lessons to have in Church History and Doctrine and Covenants. I think many of the lessons are... I don't want to say more pertinent, you know, I mean, everything in scripture pertains to us, but it's great to see stuff from the era of the restoration and, and especially realize that these revelations and these things and this leadership has not ceased. You know, there's no, uh, there's no tragic demise of the, of the saints at the end of the Doctrine and Covenants when they all kill each other there. It just, it just keeps going. It's I great. love, I love the fullness of times, you know? Yeah, so, <laughs> so, um, so goodness, I guess we could do some brief history. And so, by the way, this lesson is lesson number one. It's just called an introduction to doctrine, the doctrine and covenants and church history. Very self-explanatory. Um, well, we'll mostly be in section one of the doctrine and covenants today, uh, breaking some stuff down. Now, you mentioned the fullness of times, and we talk about let's let's talk about dispensations. I think that's a good thing for people to realize. So, what have the dispensations been? And I don't even know if I can number all of these off the top of my head. We're in the seventh right now, right? Yes. Six. So what do we have? We started with Adam. Adam. Do we consider Enoch his own? I think Enoch usually Enoch gets was a, his own. Noah. Noah. Moses. Uh-huh. A, no, sorry. Adam, Enoch, Noah, Noah. Abraham. Abraham. Moses. Moses. That's Jesus. Five. Jesus. Christ. Christ Joseph Smith. And just so we're on seven. Seven. Yeah. The interesting thing about this, though, is unlike all of these other dispensations, and a dispensation, of course, is a period of time when there's a prophet leading the church, things are going fine, but then inevitably there's a contraction, so to speak, and it goes away. There will be no more contraction. It's been prophesied that this is the last dispensation, the fullness of times, and we just go forward from here. And that's all that's going to happen, which is, which is great. And uh, I like that about Doctrine and Covenants, and I like that we're going to think about uh, the way President uh, Ezra Taft Benson sort of referred to it. He called it just as the Book of Mormon is sort of the keystone of our religion, he said Doctrine and Covenants is the capstone of our religion. And the lesson even uses this example of how uh, when the Salt Lake Temple was finally dedicated, the last part of it, if you look at a picture of it, there you see the angel Moroni, and he's kind of on top of a ball that's on top of that spire, a sphere, and how that half of the sphere with angel Moroni was lowered down, and that was the last step. That was the capstone of the temple. And just as that, that's kind of final moment of the Doctrine and Covenants. We have, uh, we have that as our capstone today. So the way cool. these lessons are going to work this year, um, these lessons are a bit different. They use more of a thematic approach than sort of a chronological one necessarily. So you'll find as you study this year that the lessons might bop around plenty on subject matter. Uh, we'll, we'll dive into church history, Joseph Smith history, and Doctrine and Covenants. It all depends. It's not going to just follow sections 1 through 138 cleanly. Sure. That said, I think if anybody's listening, you should read the whole Doctrine and Covenants in its entirety. There will be lessons when entire sections will not even be discussed. And that's just sort of the nature of the beast. Because some of the sections, honestly, don't contain anything of note. I mean, there's a handful of sections uh, that are even just letters from Joseph Smith. They're basically the Joseph Smith epistles, if you want to put that in a New Testament context. The Josephine epistles, if you will. Oh, anyways, we've got to, to move on. Oh, and the last thing, I guess we could explain sort of the history of the Doctrine and Covenants. Are you aware of this, Dustin? I've Well, I've heard some, I've, I've heard a little bit of uh, hinting that there's some interesting things I might not have known. Well, we, we see, of course, there was the Book of Commandments originally. That was an original book. And it was through sort of the genesis of that that uh, the brethren realized they could make sort of a compendium of revelations, things that were pertinent to the saints. And out of that came 
the Doctrine and Covenants, which very right. literally talked about doctrine, which contained a series of, of lectures and, and protocol and organizational things of the church on the ins and outs of administration, basically. And then Covenants, which were many of the revelations. The version we have today actually doesn't have the doctrine part of it, which actually a lot of that became lectures on faith, if you've ever read that, uh, which I know can be, it's good to read, but at the same time, the church is always kind of, it's kind of been apocryphal in, this, in the sense of the way the church regards it. Sure. But um, what we have today is effectively the covenants, this book of revelations to mostly Joseph Smith and a handful of other prophets as the year goes on. We'll see some are directed towards Oliver Cowdery. Some, section 138 is directed at Joseph F. Smith, for example. But we'll get to all that. So a lot of good stuff. I think that's a cool way to put it. Um, you know, you think about it, the the doctrines of the church are outlined pretty well in all of our manuals, materials, and official yeah. documentation. But to see the Lord's covenant, so basically the promises that he makes to us if we keep our promises to him. I don't know. I just was thinking as you were talking about dispensations that this is the book of scripture of our dispensation, right? I mean, like that's a, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that comes close, and the funny thing is it's been added to, you know, as yeah. time has gone on, as other revelations have come in. I wish they would actually... Add on it, add to it again. I believe the current they probably will. The current version dates back to uh, 1981, right? To my knowledge, which was the same time they released the quad and did. That was a big scriptural effort. It'd be cool if they added more to it at some point. Yeah, yeah. guaranteed. I could easily see something like the proclamation on the family being included as like official declaration three, or you know, who knows what else. It'd be fun to see that. Yeah, evolving scripture. But for us, we get the end sign. So, <laughs> but it's evolving. It's living. It's <laughs> yeah. it's the book of scripture of our dispensation, and that matters a lot. I'm, anyway, I'm excited about that. But yeah. and it, anyway, it's it's um it's notable that as is said by was said by President Ezra Taft Benson, the Doctrine and Covenants is the only book of scripture that has a preface authored by the Lord Himself, and so Doctrine and Covenants section one is a section that was actually revealed directly to Joseph Smith as the introduction to the Book of Commandments, as the preface, as the Lord's which summary. Is, which is fascinating. Can you imagine him saying, like, guess what? You're going to get a whole lot more, and this is the first thing I'm giving you. Yeah, so yeah. write it down. And I mean, it had been a few years. Like, some other stuff had already been recorded. It was 1831. It was at a general conference of the church. And, like, you know, I'm sure that nobody really had a concept that they were just going to author the new Book of Scripture for the dispensation of the fullness of times. But the Lord the Lord says, hey, here's the preface. <laughs> get ready. <laughs> And anyway, it's a, it's, but, but it's, it's a powerful, and, and I hope you spent some time, and, and if you're teaching this class, I hope you spent some time with your class talking about, um, you know, the, the, the Lord's warnings and his promises that he outlines in right. this chapter, uh, because they're, I mean, and they're deep and they're really powerful. But I have to read just one verse, sure. uh, and I'm sure this is one that you're going to dwell on a bit in your classes, but it says in verse 17, Wherefore I, the Lord, knowing the calamity which should come upon the inhabitants of the earth, called upon my servant Joseph Smith Jr. and spake unto him from heaven and gave him commandments. And, uh, you know, there's no, there's no mincing words. There's no, that, that's the introduction to the Doctrine and Covenants. I called Joseph Smith. I spoke to him from heaven. I gave him these commandments. Listen, because it matters, because calamity is coming. And I just find that, uh, you know, a powerful way to introduce this scripture that we're about to spend a whole year, you know, de- delving into. And, and I love some of the things he says in some of those subsequent verses, um, really some of the purposes of these revelations that he goes into. Like you see, there's a list in the lesson, your teacher might do it any number of ways, but uh, yeah. you know, starting in verse 20 especially, that every man might speak in the name of God the Lord, even the Savior of the world. 21, that faith also might increase. 22, that my everlasting covenant might be established. Uh, 23, that the fullness of my gospel might be proclaimed. Uh, 24, to help the Lord's servants come to understanding. 25, and inasmuch as they erred, it might be made known. 
Were you raising your hand, Dustin? No. Oh, I was okay. Just wanted to make sure. Listening. Um, and it keeps going. In as much as they sought wisdom, they will be instructed. In as much as they sinned, they might be chastened, that they might repent, that we might be humble. Um, I, I was reading through this this section earlier this week, and it really hit me. Like, there's a lot of really powerful stuff in many of these verses when you really take the time to really just slowly comb through section one and understand it a bit better. Yeah, absolutely. And it just reinforces this belief we have in, in a modern-day prophet and that commandments from God come through ordained prophets. And uh, you know everything that we believe and do rests on this faith, this testimony, that prophets of God are real, that, that, that Joseph Smith was a prophet, that Thomas Monson is a prophet. Um, for us, that's what it all boils down to. You know, Our testimony of Christ is in some ways yeah. dependent upon our testimony that there is a real prophet. So Yeah, it has to be. And, and uh, speaking of real prophets, there's a, here's a great quote from Joseph Smith, sort of talking about many things, dispensations, and the value of the Doctrine and Covenants in our day. So Joseph Smith said, and this is in Teachings of the Prophet Joseph Smith, just so you know, he said, Prophets, priests, and kings have looked forward with joyful anticipation to the day in which we live, and fired with heavenly and joyful anticipations. They have sung and written and prophesied of this our day, but they died without the sight. We are the favored people that God has made choice to bring about the latter-day glory. It is left for us to see, participate in, and help to roll forward the latter-day glory, the dispensation of the fullness of times. Um, and of course, we can t- we talked about that a bit before. What makes ours a bit different from previous ones? That it's not going to end, you know. And th- think about the weight that carries. Yeah. That's I mean... We just finished the Book of Mormon, and so many of these prophecies, and even latter chapters, when you read in the Book of Mormon and the Book of Moroni, are directed towards us in our latter day, towards these people who are going to be a part of the Restoration. Yeah. And that's remarkable. I love seeing that bridge right near the, la- the end of the Book of Mormon when you're reading those final chapters in Moroni, and how we swing into this new year, and this is how it is resolved. This is the promise of that being fulfilled. But what a responsibility we have uh, as Latter-day Saints, to appreciate that we are in this dispensation, that we're not going to face all of the calamitous stuff that affected everybody else. We're going to face our own struggles and our own trials. but uh, And we're going to prepare the earth for the second coming of the Lord. And that's remarkable. That's, yeah. a, that's a remarkable charge when you think about it. Yeah. I mean, going back, not, not just today, which of course we talk about how this is, you know, we are our age, Dustin, that we are like the chosen generation <laughs> or what have you, a special. But going all the way back to the initial way back at the genesis of the church, you know, with Joseph Smith, with six members on April 6th, 1830, that um, it's amazing that I, I, even what these people didn't understand at the time, they just knew the Book of Mormon was true. And can you imagine being there in those moments and having these revelations come through a living prophet in this more intimate setting of, of Kirtland or of independence or just, you know, you're, you're there, hey, there's the prophet Joseph just walking around. Hey, brother. As I always said, it called him, hey, brother Joseph. It'd be like, hey, I received a revelation the other day. <laughs> hey, I got the preface to this new book of scripture. <laughs> Like that, I'm grateful for our living prophet today, and of course the church is administered differently today. Right. But uh, how wonderful it is that we have all these sections. Yeah, and I can't help but think as you say that. I mean, you know, like we we have a lot of you know kind of Mormon lore that's about how special we are and in, in the you know in the last days and things like that. And I'm not discounting that. I mean, but but I think like for me, it's less about you know like oh man, like we're so special, and more like gosh, we have a lot of work to do. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, we can like sit around and bask in this, like, Hey, what a cool opportunity. And that's like really awesome. But, but really it's about, we've got a massive amount of work to do. That's been put on our shoulders. What are we doing to bear it off? I I, just, I like to be reminded of that. These chapters. We do. I mean, we're enormously blessed. I think one of the greatest challenges the church faces is growth at this point. Yeah. And we're blessed that the work is going forward, but of course that's a challenge. It's a great challenge. But like you said, you know, we've got a lot to be thankful for. 
Um, before we go, just so you know, the way the Doctrine and Covenants will, will cover things in the lessons, there will be sort of six historical periods of the era represented. Uh, there's the New York period, which is 1820 to 1830, the Ohio-Missouri period, 1831 to 1838. The Nauvoo period was from, of course, 1839 to 1846. They had a long time to settle into Nauvoo when you really think about it. Hmm. Then, of course, pioneering the West, 1846 to 1898. And then we do more with stuff like the expansion of the church, 1899 to 1950, and then the worldwide church from 1951 to present. And there are even things added to the Doctrine and Covenants after that fact. I mean, we have uh, the, the official declaration number two, which we didn't get till 1978. Yeah. You know, so it's amazing that stuff still happens as recently as it has. And that's what I love. This is this is living scripture to me more than any other section of scripture, probably. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's really it. The best thing we can do in this lesson is just try to pump you up until you read it. Read section one and read uh, some of our heritage before you go to class if you get a chance. But really read section one and ponder it and why the Doctrine and Covenants is important. I think if you pulled people and asked who had actually read the Doctrine and Covenants cover to cover, it would be a smaller number, I yeah. would think. I would think if you were to rank that like Old Testament, the lowest, maybe Doctrine and Covenants, then New Testament, then Book of Mormon. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I'm thinking about how much time I've spent in the Doctrine and Covenants and I'm coming up a little sheepish so no and so am i and that's why yeah. we have a great opportunity this year to really yeah. get it's it harder because there's no like narrative arc or anything with doctrine and covenants it's just section of section of section but uh, if you read it you will be blessed so let's all recommit to reading the doctrine and covenants yeah do it this year let's make, make it happen that's my goal i'm gonna i'm going to read along and read the entire thing this year i'm feeling good about that all right Thank dustin you. thanks for being here happy to be here thanks everyone thanks for starting a new year with us this of course has been lesson one an introduction to the doctor the doctrine and covenants <laughs> and church history brought to you by those of us at Sunday School Bonanza, which is actually This Week in Mormons. And you can find us at thisweekinmormons.com. Shoot us an email, contact at thisweekinmormons.com. Go to facebook.com slash thisweekinmormons and like us on there and hang out. And uh, find us on Twitter at The Real Twim. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you very much for listening. And uh, this, of course, has been Sunday School Bonanza. We will talk to you soon and have a great year of Doctrine and Covenants. Bye-bye.